Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Ian Mbele. Hey, Ian. Hey, Anna. <laughs> uh, okay, so I did it last time. Let's get you to introduce yourself a little bit. All right. Um, uh, so my name is Ian Mbele, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm from Africa, South Africa, and uh, I've been living in Berlin for quite a while. And uh, How long? Uh, four years now. Only four? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and... Um, you know, um, and and I wanted to talk about sex, which is why I came onto this podcast. Yeah. You wanted to talk about sex. That's yeah. great. Um, okay. And so you've been living, you've said you'd lived in Berlin for four years. You've come onto this podcast because you want to talk about sex. What about your comedy connection? Right. Uh, so uh, in, in which regard, sorry. Like, like, How would you, do you, so you're, do you, you produce a show, right? Well, no, I haven't quite started, but there's one in the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, um, I've, been, I've, I've sort of, I'm sort of like a victim of the whole uh, of the whole lockdown situation. Uh, I was supposed to have a show on, uh, I think, uh, on the Tuesday that everything sort of like shut down. Oh no! Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm just gonna have to wait until the. the the restrictions are lifted. But yeah. Other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, and you, but you've been doing comedy. Um, we started doing comedy around the same time, right? That's correct. Like pretty much exactly the same yeah. time, I think. Yeah. yeah. And we actually met. Do you remember how we met? Um, I think we met at a poetry evening in um in on Schiller Schiller Promenade mm-hmm. at at a bar called Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm not quite sure what was happening. Uh, I was probably drunk and way too horny for my own good <laughs> what <the>? okay okay <laughs> yeah so um but that we didn't we would just we just how does horniness come into it that's normally what happens to me when, when i'm in bars and i'm drinking I, I remember some details but i don't remember how i sort of like conduct myself around uh, people so this okay. is why i i sort of like put the the horniness in front so that people can sort of like say yeah you were totally out of out of order oh. and then and then i can sort of like excuse myself you don't trust yourself well of course not <laughs> why not i think you're a very trustworthy person thanks Anna. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome um like when i met you i wouldn't i would never have uh thought about uh, your horniness in, in, <laughs> in that memory Sorry, you almost choked on your coffee there. Um, yes, yeah, it was a poetry. What was it? No, it was called Whiskey and Words the Night. And uh, you told a story about your time in Cyprus. In Cyprus, yeah, because you were in the army, the British right. British Ar- British army. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, and you told a story, and uh, everyone was laughing, and you were like, "Why are you laughing?" I was totally confused. <laughs> It, I, it was not my intention to, to get everybody laughing. I was actually just telling a story about what happened while I was in, uh, I was in, I was on Mount Olympus in Cyprus and people were laughing, but I think they were laughing because they thought I misunderstood what was supposed to be happening that evening, <laughs> which wasn't the case at all. I was there to tell a story, but I think it went on for way, lo- way longer than everybody expected it to. It was very long. Yeah. Yeah. I but I, I mean, I, I was sort of like getting into it. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was something about chickens yeah. and a radar and yeah. a fence. Yeah. <laughs> That's my memory. Yeah. And I was super horny that night. <laughs> 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 no, I think that was, that, that was the first night I think I ever 
maybe I think that was the first time I ever tried comedy on a stage. Right. I um I wrote some poems and in between the poems I kind of like I bantered a little bit and people came up afterwards and they were like liked your poetry but you were really funny in between the poems and I was like all right all right I'm gonna do this stand up comedy open mic that my friends have been suggesting I do it. okay it's gonna happen now um but yeah so we started yeah we started in 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 poetry started in poetry and then both moved to comedy yeah um okay so you wanted to so you mentioned when you came over uh that you have done your homework and uh you've listened to the last two podcasts yeah and you straight up said that you want to talk about sex so what's the what's the thing that you are most interested in talking about um uh kind of like berlin generally um Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, when I first uh, when I first moved here, I'm I'm sort of I come from like a really um, a really conservative background. Like mm-hmm. um, I think the first time I um, I, I'm, I I I got caught masturbating, my, my my grandfather walked into my room, right, and he didn't knock, mm-hmm. and then he saw me with my hand in on my on my uh, penis, right, mm-hmm. and he kind of kept eye contact with me a bit too long, <laughs> yeah, and then. And then he did you continue stroking? I did because I mean I didn't know what else to do, right? Like, and and so um, and so yeah, he closed the door and he never really spoke to me about it, Uh, and and um, yeah, and so my grandmother came over to me and was like, yeah, so your grandfather told me that he kind of like caught you in a in a compromising position. In a compromising position. Yeah, and and I was like, uh, what? What, what are you, you talking about? What do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so you you played dumb, or you just didn't know what the what the next step was supposed to be? Um. Yeah. I, I think I just didn't know how to respond, really. Mm. Especially if it's my grandmother. Was if if yeah. it was my grandfather, I'd be like, well, you've got one as well. So, like, you you know what's going on here. But, yeah. Like yeah. maybe we can. Maybe you could teach me something about my body. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if I would have put it like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Okay, and so she was like, uh, and so, and so what, then what? What happened in the interaction? Uh, uh, well, that was it, really. Like, uh, she just said we ca- he caught you. Yeah, and then she didn't really know what to say afterwards. So, that, yeah. yeah, that was. Uh, this is this is. Uh, I think this is as far as uh, I've ever had a conversation about sex with any anybody who's close to me. Uh, everything else I, I kind of like learned at school, uh-huh. uh, you know, like, uh, um, um, yeah, you know, taking condoms and putting them on, on bananas. bananas and that sort of stuff. But also because I, um, uh, so I had this, I, w- I wasn't really bright at school, right? So I had to, I had to, um, uh, I, I did like extra cultural activities so I could get into university mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and one of the things that I did was I volunteered at a, at a children's orphanage wow yeah and um I like how this is coming up on the adults only comedy <laughs> an orphanage I'm curious how this is connected yeah yeah yeah. so the, this this children's orphanage right was a was an AIDS orphanage Oh. Yeah, and I was 16, so I saw all these kids who sort of like contracted uh, HIV AIDS from their parents, mm-hmm. and uh, and this kind of like put me off sex up until I was like 22 or something. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so and also because the education around uh, how HIV was transmitted was really um, not great for yeah. a long time. The education was, you know, like just stay away from those people. Heaps of discrimination, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. Uh, 
so uh, yeah this, this is why um um you know when i when i first arrived in berlin i was kind of like everyone was sort of like really open about sex whereas i, I was like this sort of like awkward man thing that didn't know how to really uh deal with sex yeah yeah but you didn't go straight from the orphanage to uh, Berlin. Like you were in London for a while. Yeah. And then you were serving in the military. And then there was, there was, so between from South Africa to Berlin, how many years were between? Between South Africa and Berlin? Yeah. Shit. Um, Cause you're 30. How old are you? Uh, 35. 35? Yeah. 35. Okay. Uh, and so. Yes, was it? Um, so, that's like uh, I arrived. Left- there, I arrived there four years ago. So mm-hmm. between um, South Africa and Berlin mm-hmm. would have been maybe uh, uh, shit. Uh, 10, 11. 11 years. Yeah. So in that time, though, what was your? So you said up until you were twenty-two, you uh, pu- you were put off sex. So at twenty-two was when you first had sex. Pretty much, yeah. Pre- pre- pretty much, yeah. <laughs> And was that in South Africa or was that in somewhere else? Uh, that was um, uh, in England. That was in England. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. With some beautiful English girl? Um, I wouldn't say beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I, I, you know, I was, uh, I was with a bunch of guys and everybody was sort of like drunk and... and um, and yeah virgin virgin well no, <laughs> no no not like that at all not like that at all like i, I don't think they even knew that it was just kind of like i was kind of like drawing and i like yeah do you want to have sex so i was like uh okay i mean i've, I've never really used this but let's let's find out how it works and it's so adorable. <laughs> I've never really used this. Like, it's a special pencil in your pencil box at school. It's like, this color I've never used. Um, yeah, okay. So you were out and about and the boys were like, yo, let's get some pussy. And you were like, yo, yeah, okay. And, and, and you got the opportunity and you put it inside someone. That's great. It's exactly how it happened, Anna. It's exactly how it happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> Correct me if I'm... no. That 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 is exactly how it happened. So. Okay, and then after that, except the boys were all girls. Yeah, except the boys were all girls. Yeah. So you were with a bunch of girls that uh, were like, "Let's get you some pussy." Yeah, they were like, "Oh," um, because we're we're kind of like staying at at a at a girl's house, and I'm like, "Oh uh-huh. yeah, let's uh, let's play like some sort of games where." people sort of like touch each other and stuff smooth yeah i, I was into it i was like yeah okay i'll, I'll do it like, did you put on girls clothes because that's no, always no, no. a nice I, little I, foreplay thing i i didn't but i yeah it, that would have been great but i think it's probably a good thing that i didn't because i could sort of like do that later on like well, uh, you can build up to that yeah <clears throat> so you were at a, all, at a girl's house with all these girls and you had sex with one of them uh, oh you had sex with multiple <laughs> girls on your first time oh and you're so both <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to steal a tagline from the wonderful DRS, but wow, that's uh, that's awesome. It was it was funny. It was funny. Um, How many girls did you sleep with the first time you had sex with a woman? Uh, two, I think. Just just two. Yeah. You think two? Like it's not something you because I was about. drunk. Like uh, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Like I I went to bed with somebody different, and I woke up with another person who was different. Bravo. Uh, that's, that's great. That's a very surprising 
initiation. Uh, yeah. Wow. And then from there, it was like that just opened up your your penis adventures from uh, that point on. No, actually, that it kind of like it kind of dried up from then onwards, uh-huh. like uh, uh, because I was in the military and um, and there was a lot of moving around, and mm-hmm. so I never really. Um, uh, I mean, I, I think I, I I went once to Ayanapa. Um, Ayanaka. Ayanapa. Ayanapa. Yeah, in uh, in Cyprus, mm-hmm. and and um, and I it, it feels like uh, it's sort of like similar to Magaluf in Spain, really, where people just go there to have sex, and yeah, and I haven't I, heard of either of these places. I wasn't. I wasn't familiar with any of them either. So mm-hmm. when when I got there, I realized, oh shit. This is like where people come to have sex and get drunk and okay yeah and so when when you were there that's that's when it yeah. kicked off again yeah okay and then after that it was oh you were in Australia for a while too you've you've lived in Australia that you must have got lots of no actually I got shit scared in Australia why because though I I saw like a bus ad um, <coughs> in Australia right yeah and it was like it had so it's it's something to do with um, a uh, uh, it wasn't gonorrhea. It was something else. Um, it was like, oh yeah, just be careful that you might contract this. Uh, what was it? Uh, not chlamydia. Not chlamydia. No, it was no. something else. Um, herpes. It, no, not herpes. It was something. That's else. the scary one. Ah, oh, um, let me go through all of them. Yeah, yeah. Syphilis. It was syphilis. Yeah. And I was like, and this was when I just arrived in Australia, and I saw this. I was like, holy shit. I am not going to have sex in Australia. And I didn't have sex in Australia. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you went from South Africa where it was HIV uh, terror to then uh, English English quality. Uh, <laughs> fun times. <laughs> then Cyprian. You, you fucked in Cyprus. Uh, yeah. You fucked in Cyprus. Yeah. Cyprians? Um, Tourists? Uh, mostly uh, Scandinavians. Yeah, you did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> good and then i don't know why i'm i'm applauding that i think uh, (laughs) it's just a nice like i like the idea of you having sex with you know like someone that looks the opposite of you like (laughs) blonde and white and it's great to be honest right it's like very aesthetically pleasing in my in my mind it it, uh when 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 it was happening i kind of felt like i was uh, one of those black guys in in sort of interracial porns i was like holy shit you were you were except it was real life yeah yeah, no, it's it's hot. It's a good. It's good. That's good. I'm glad that that was uh, what was happening. And then, <laughs> and then you ended up in Australia, scared of syphilis. That's uh, that's a shame because Aussie girls are they have a reputation, right? That there's a reputation. I think Dragos mentioned that. Mentioned, yeah. Dragos mentioned that in uh, our our chat. That what Australian girls have mm-hmm. a reputation for what? For being uh, down to fuck. Oh shit! Yeah, which is why syphilis is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've never had syphilis. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of scary when you see that sort of stuff. Uh, when I see that sort of stuff, I I kind of feel like, oh shit. But I... one bus ad put you off. You yeah. were in Australia for how long? For about two years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. In yeah, one bus a, ad. That was it. Yeah. The government should be very proud of the effectiveness of their advertising. I, I you... fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you, I, I'm not, um, 
I don't want to be, uh, you know, shitting on you, but like, you didn't like, did you think about like, Hey, maybe I'll research this a bit, see what the real numbers are, see how I can prevent it. Um, I, I did consider that, but I also just thought it was too much, uh, too much effort really. Um, not particularly motivated by the Aussie pussy. Uh, I wouldn't say I wasn't motivated by it. I was just, it, it kind of like, I, the way that I thought of it was sort of similar to, uh, um, you know, uh, South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I couldn't really separate. I didn't really care that it was syphilis and one was HIV. I was just like, do I really want that? I can't see it. I don't know what's going on in my body if I've got this. Mm. You know, it's it's kind of like um, how I don't, for example, eat pussy right yeah i know that you don't eat pussy yeah and and the reason for this is because um i i I was i was sort of like somebody told me about uh getting um cancer of the throat or something uh uh, from um from people who have hpv or something Uh uh-huh and and that that was it i i was kind of like i was i was out of it never doing it ever again oh my god as soon as i found out about it i i i have this thing where if i can't see what's hurting me mm-hmm. it it becomes a problem like i think about it all the time so the fear and the fear there's yeah. a lot of fear guiding you uh yeah. guiding everybody in the whole world <laughs> you're not alone um but that's a pity like you know that you're i feel like uh, i could tell you something really nasty and stop you from doing something for the rest of your life quite easily no i, I feel <laughs> i think this is possible but i only if I can't see it. This is the only... Um, it's easier to lie about it then. It's like, hey, dude, so if you uh, don't eat pussy, then you can get cancer of the tongue because <laughs> there's bacteria in the vagina that actually protects and coats your tongue so you'll never get tongue cancer. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, tongue or throat? Which one's more important? Could I live without my throat or could I live without my tongue? Um, that's interesting. Wow. So that stopped you from eating pussy. What about, um, you also don't like to, uh, uh, finger people. Like you don't use your hands during sex. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have this idea that my hands are too big somehow. Um, I don't think a girl's ever going to complain about that. Also, maybe it's because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, well, they might, they might, but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, especially women's sort of like, um, um, reproductive organs are very uh, sensitive. You know, like, <laughs> what do you do? Like, in, you watch porn. You've I, seen them get smashed to pieces. Right? I have, but you know, it's kind of different when you're you're there because you, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like you have to be very delicate. Sometimes people are, s- are very sensitive, and if mm-hmm. and I can be extremely rough. Like, you know, like. Uh, I, it can be extremely oh and you that's the cutest sentence that's so funny i i I don't think you're like uh, soft or weak or anything but like rough is not how i would ever describe you as a person or a lover or (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's uh let's talk about what hasn't been said so we we saw each other for a while we've had sex before right uh numerous occasions uh-huh back in 2019 was it 2019 yeah it was uh, when Derna comedy was happening okay 
Because okay. that was convenient, right? Right. Finished the show. My house was here. No, it wasn't just because of that. I just moved here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we saw each other for six weeks, roughly. Right. Uh, so I know how Ian has sex. And he knows <laughs> how I have sex. <laughs> um, and yeah, and a bit of my complaint during the time that we were seeing each other was the lack of mouth and hand use. Right. Yeah. 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 You, yeah, you remember when? Uh, oh, okay. The others. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to hear this. Okay. So, firstly, um, backtracking uh, to the fact that you did your homework and you listened to the last episodes, you mentioned um, before we started recording that you found the episode with Kate particularly interesting because of our discussion of different female orgasms. Yeah. Uh, and you said, um, what did you say about that? I, I just wanted to hear more because I, I heard all these different types of orgasms that uh, uh, women get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a vaginal, uh, there was a clitoral, and mm-hmm. there was a cervix, mm-hmm. a cervical. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, all these things to me are completely foreign. Like, yeah, I, they I, really I, are. I hear them. <laughs> I hear them, and they sound great, but I'd like to hear more so that I, I get like a an image in my mind mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. you know, how I would approach it or uh, not approach yeah maybe approach is the right word how um, you could succeed in uh achieving one <laughs> i'm looking at you i feel so mean um yeah like how how you could make one of them happen that's correct <laughs> that that is that is the whole point of listening to a podcast about sex it's like it's kind of like okay i'm i'm looking for tips here like how do i do this i, I like how you're almost suggesting that i failed the purpose of the podcast by not explaining <laughs> it further <laughs> i <Like> anna <laughs> what's the point if i don't learn how to make a woman orgasm jesus um yeah so um so then the conversation that we had when we were seeing each other or the conversation that I, I uh, instigated was uh, after the first couple of weeks, I said, I asked you, how many times do you think we've had sex in the last two weeks? Right. And you said, um, you said, I think about 20 times. And I was like, oh, I would have said about 10, but even better. Because in those now 20 times, I can let you know, well, how many times do you think I've orgasmed? And you said, I don't know. And I was like, ding, we have a problem there already. Yeah. And then I said, how many times I'd actually orgasmed? And I think it was, do you remember? No, I don't remember. Yeah. Do you remember the conversation? I do remember the conversation. Yeah. yeah, I think I said something like, it was between two and four. You you orgasmed two or four times? Two or four. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. But you had nothing to do with it, Ian. Okay, I think this this is good because I I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, exactly, exactly. So so could you just talk me through how yeah, this let's, happened? Let's how how I orgasm. Yeah, yeah, I made myself orgasm by um, so touching yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, Oh, wow, this is going to get really, really deep and detailed now. Okay, so um, <clears throat> the easiest way for a woman to get herself to orgasm is typically through the clitoris. Uh-huh. 
and that do you know where the clitoris is uh, maybe we could start by <laughs> pointing that out <laughs> absolutely we can do that Oh, your face is super cute. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm making like a diamond with my hands, right. and um, at the at the top where my fingers join at the top, that's the very top of the the sort of female sexual area, uh, and then this is where like where my the diamond goes. Oh, there's this like the the lips and everything. So at the very top of the diamond, uh-huh. um, like it, where. Just inside, just inside, up in there. It depends on the woman. That is where the clitoris is. So it's nowhere near the hole. It's nowhere. uh, It's not. uh, It's nowhere near the hole. That's such a delicate way of describing it. But it's up above it. And so a woman can always access that no matter what a guy, where a guy is inside of her. It's, It's just at the top. I see. Yeah. So like, yeah. And uh, usually it's stimulated. Um. Uh, yeah, that's something that you need to be really gentle with, but some women like it to be pushed hard. Some women need it to be really, really gently touched. Right. So how long do you, uh, do you gently touch the clitoris before a woman can orgasm? So it really depends on a million factors, right? Like it's like how, how long... <laughs> A million factors. A million factors. Yeah, it's making it sound like some crazy science. Um, But, okay, because it depends, like, obviously everything's, like, it's the same as your penis, right? How many times do I need to stroke your penis before you ejaculate? There's no set number, right? There's no set time. It depends on a million things. Like, if you're watching, if you're making, maintaining eye contact with your grandfather, maybe never. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, If your mind's in a weird place... You know, but then in terms of if every if all conditions are good, um, it also depends on like, you know, with with the with the stroking of a penis and the stroking of a clitoris, it's basically the same thing actually. A clitoris is the same as a penis, um, uh, like the the head of a penis. So the most sensitive area of the penis is around the head, right, the tip. If you say so. If you say so. <laughs> what about what's what is it for you, Ian? Uh. So, so I've got this like weird thing, right? Because I, 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 um, I got uh, circumcised when mm-hmm. I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And so my penis is not as sensitive as maybe the average person's penis. You know, it's, uh, when I say the average person, I don't, I'm not referring to size or anything. My, my penis is average sized, but, um, I, I kind of like, you know, it's, it's, so, for example, you 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 mentioned stroking mm-hmm. the penis, right? Mm-hmm. I don't particularly um, respond to this very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it literally my penis sort of like goes a bit limp when people start stroking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do you masturbate? Uh, by closing my eyes and sort of like recalling a memory, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I take a, a like a, a cushion or something, mm-hmm. and then I rub it against my penis. Uh huh. Yeah. You need a cushion. It's fine. I'm not judging. Like in, I I, I, I couldn't be bothered to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, a, a cushion. Yeah. So, so not your hand. You don't use your hand. To yeah, because I feel like it's yeah, it's too. There's like a, a weird 
touch link to it like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's my hand or somebody else's hand i just mm-hmm. i don't respond well to it i respond uh-huh. to maybe something that's um uh, that has a different texture to to my to my skin uh-huh. yeah unless of course my penis is within uh, a vagina <laughs> then this works just fine yeah. yeah that i know um <laughs> Uh, okay, that's so interesting. Okay, and then in terms of, I'm gonna go deep here. Uh, in terms of the um, the the way the cushion or the other the other surface is connecting with your penis, is there a certain motion? Is there like is it, it it's up and down like a vagina? Like as in like in and out style? Um, no, like, no. like do you do something different or? to to get it simulated yeah. sometimes i i i sort of like do like the the wax on wax off circles. that's correct yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's so like, excited I, I don't know i i think that that sort of like that sort of like stayed with me uh-huh. uh, when i was a kid and then um karate kid was very yeah impressive yeah <laughs> and then um and afterwards after i you know um, um i've I'm, i've conditioned it and it's sort of like it's not and then I can sort of like stroke it up and down, and then and so I on. warm it up with a bit of wax on, wax off, yeah. and then it becomes yeah. It's it's a vertical. it's a long process, you know. Like I, I kind of how like, long does it take you to masturbate usually? Um, on a I don't normal know, like, day, uh, thirty minutes. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like uh, thirty minutes. Yeah, I kind of like have to sit there for a while, and it's like a proper activity. Yeah, you can schedule that in. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Like it's like sorry, I can't make that today. I'm gonna be masturbating. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how it goes, actually. <laughs> Like this is how why I don't see people. It's like I'm I'm masturbating today. Just calm down. I'm not, not gonna be able to make it with your freelance work opportunities. <laughs> so you want me at two p.m.? Nope, I will still be masturbating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you get when you get uh, circumcised at eighteen with a with a, a blunt spear. Yeah. Ah shit! Yeah, it was the blunt spear. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk about other people that have been circum not specifically naming names who've been circumcised, uh, later in life, but I have met quite a few guys mm-hmm. who've been circumcised later in life, um, like in their twenties. Um, but the blunt spear thing is very interesting. And, um, I do want to go into details about how to make a woman come. Yeah. I want to go there. But I, I also want to go. Yeah, I know. I, I want to educate like you're wanting. I don't want to disappoint. And also it's going to change your future. Um, All right. And other women's as well. Um, no, no, but let's, I think this uh, blunt spear circumcision is very interesting. Can you just give us some, if, if you're comfortable, give some details around that? Yeah. I mean, um, it's most people uh, uh, who come from a certain tribe in South Africa get circumcised at, uh, when they're 18. Mm-hmm. It's, your choice of course uh, you can refuse to do it but uh mostly it's kind of like a uh, sort of like a peer peer pressured sort of thing where where people the same age as you are mm-hmm. go out in the into into the bush for about three months and they go three th- months that's such a long time yeah so it's a whole thing it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's a whole thing yeah like where people go out for three months uh, you get circumcised and then you heal after two weeks you heal and mm-hmm. then and then you go and catch your own food and and you you learn about um, you learn about the fauna and and animals and shit like that mm-hmm. and and you have like um, elders 
come and tell you about what it's like to be a man in the world and how to treat other people. I mean, I, I, you made you made rabbit ears when you said elders. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's uh, it's just a guy who's who's been maybe who's been to the city who's not that much older than you, like maybe mm-hmm. three years older than you. Or oh something. wow! Okay. Yeah, and he just has a different experience from everybody else around here, so mm-hmm. they get to tell you about that experience as well. Okay. Yeah. Like he. He he wasn't scared by the HIV orphanage, and he's had sex with. Yeah, so they tell you all that stuff, um, and then you ask them questions, and and they can't answer questions, and then you realize they're talking a lot of shit, and mm-hmm. not all of them, but sometimes that this is the sort of thing that happens. Yeah. So not particularly trustworthy elders. Yeah, not not all the time. Like mm-hmm. if you ask questions and people can't answer them, then you're kind of like, okay, I can't take this seriously, but. Uh, generally, like it, most of it, really is about just telling you how to um, uh, how to sort of like behave around other human beings. Generally, okay. like you sort of like treat people with respect, and mm-hmm. you know don't don't use violence or uh, don't be physically aggressive with people, mm-hmm. but do defend yourself. You know that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's typical, like the typical stuff that people would be taught anyway. But you just they do this after they've cut a a bit of your penis off and yeah jesus christ so it's kind of yeah, okay so it's like a, a relig- philosophical ethical almost religious retreat in a way but the retreat's kind of survival based and uh, is does the circumcision happen within the first week or? it happens I- immediately when you uh when you get there sorry i was just like motioning you to stop playing with your zipper but this is an intense co- uh, topic um you can play with your zipper, but it's just going to be better for the recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and so uh, with a blunt spear, uh, why do they do it like that? I, I, I don't think uh, it's always with a blunt spear, but this was the feeling that I got. Um, when they cut it. Yeah, so I it, it was really scary because I was also the first one out of the, the three people mm-hmm. that were... Um, that were getting circumcised mm-hmm. then they circumcised circumcise me first because they they thought that um uh, if i saw the other guys being circumcised i would fight them off because you were the bigger I, I, one yes that was pretty much it so they're like you go first and then if you go first the other guys would be like okay well you know he, he's done it so maybe we should also do it and yeah well so. do you think if you hadn't gone first that you would have fought them off? i think so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like so. fuck that. Yeah, because I mean, I I remember when it happened. I actually I, like a couple of tears fell out fell out my eye. Just like, a couple, yeah. just a couple, Ian. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was like, what the hell did I just do? Oh my god, I could have died. <laughs> yeah. But it uh, was um yeah. When I look back at it now, of course, it, it was like, oh yeah, cool, I did that. I did can they tell stories about it? Did Did you see it happening? I did see it happening. I saw the blood coming out. Like I saw the foreskin where they cut it off, and the guy took it and he put look. He showed me it, and he was like, "Well, you're done now." You know, I was like, "Okay, we're gonna put we're gonna put like uh, you know, you know the, um, you know when you get corn, right? You get the 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 bit of skin that covers the corn, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, What's the husk. it? Husk. That's that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they took the husk and then they they sort of used it as um as a wrap, yeah. As a bandage on as your as a penis. bandage, yeah. And they obviously put some some herb as well, which I I wasn't familiar with. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, as long as you keep that clean, uh, and you change the husk every every 
a couple of hours, you should be fine. And it was true. It was, I was fine after two weeks. I, I didn't really, nothing bad happened to me. Um, oh, wow. But every time the guy came to change, change the husk, he would be like, I would, my penis would be sort of like, uh, I would have a boner, right? And he would be like, man, your penis is big. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, you're giving contradicting information now because earlier you were like it's average it's average yeah no no but i mean you but know, what? i was mm-hmm. I, you know i was um you were 18 and, yeah and yeah. penis proud yeah um why did you have a boner every time he came to change it and, th- uh, and didn't having a boner hurt more it did the, hurt yeah, yeah but i i think it was because mostly uh because i was um didn't really have that much control of how to uh stop thinking about sexual thoughts when all of that was happening. So uh, yeah, especially if somebody was touching my penis as well, it would uh, also um, sort of like get, grow. But yeah, even though it, it, the person who was changing my penis was a man, it, not not to say that there's anything wrong with your penis. So like, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sexually attracted to man, but it was just touch. Generally, it was, uh, was all it took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Wow, so corn husks to heal a and so this spear was wooden no it was a it was a proper spear I don't know what a proper spear is made of uh, it's it's, ma- a- it's made out of uh cast iron, yeah, so it's oh really yeah, so spears was- are made of cast iron, yeah, okay, in my mind, a spear is made of wood, maybe it's because <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's because growing up in Australia and the spears are all wooden. The indigenous people have wooden. Really? Yeah, they're wooden spears. Yeah. How? Yeah. They, I mean, I I I I assume that they throw these spears at something, right? Mm-hmm. So how does it pierce? It's super sharp. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. In my head, a spear is always wooden. Okay, but cast iron. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Blunt. Okay. Whew. All right. So moving on from that, it then healed within, within two weeks and then it was sort of like life training skills. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, um, do you think like, have, like I've seen your penis, but I don't like, have you ever been like, I need to like fix what they did or it's per- perfectly fine. No, uh, uh, I don't um, think it needs to be <laughs> But just because you say it was with a blunt spear, it's uh, yeah. Like, are you happy with the finished product? No, I'm I'm generally the sort of person if it if it's not, uh, if it's not um, broke, don't bro- fix it. Yeah, if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. yeah so uh, so far, my penis has been fine. Like it's yeah. it's not really it's not really let me down in any way. <laughs> not that I can think of anyway. It might have let other people down, but yeah. No, it's not your penis. It's you, Ian. It's you. <laughs> We're not going to blame the penis, but no, I only bring that up because you said that, um, uh, because you were circumcised with a blunt spear that, um, you, you feel like your penis is less sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, no, I, I feel like, yeah, my penis is definitely less sensitive, but I, 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 I wouldn't say maybe it's, um, I would say just because I, I saw it with my own eyes and uh, maybe it might've had like some sort of effect on how I feel, mm-hmm. um, uh, or yeah, how I feel my, um, my, my penis generally. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're talking a lot about my penis. Yeah, me too, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. We can move on to my vagina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, I think uh, though regarding the sensitivity of your penis, the foreskin is the most sensitive part, right? So just removing the foreskin immediately makes a pens a pensative a penis a bit less sensitive, I think. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an owner of one, but I understand that there's a lot of sensitivity. Basically, so that so. Uh, penis sensitivity, uh, like women's um, orgasm sensitivity, clitoris, foreskin, basically the same thing. Right. So what you what you do when you play with a, a woman's clitoris, I think the first thing, the way to get a woman to orgasm is to ask her questions and uh -huh. to experiment with her. Ask her what she likes. I think it's first place is always communication. In terms of finding the clitoris, yeah, there was that map. And you can always... Ian, there's always Google, right? There's always Google. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like it's far more stimulating to actually ask a person and, and get True, them. true. But it might be more effective and immediate. But yes, let's 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 do it. So yeah, as I was pointing out before, um, clitoris is up there. And then in terms of stimulation, it's similar to the, the male foreskin, whether it's like up and down rubbing or wax on, wax off circular motion. Right. You can play around with both options. All right. Um, you know, usually a, a tap not so effective but you know you can who knows what the woman wants every woman's different um and in terms of pressure how much pressure same as like a foreskin or on a penis um or like the tip of the penis area or everywhere on the area um how hard it needs to be touched or how gentle or um how fast how slow it's all about communication sadly sadly because it's always awkward right it's awkward talking about it would you say uh, I love talking. Mm. But about sex? Uh, I, generally. Generally, yeah. Okay. But, but I mean, I, I don't have a problem talking about sex either. Mm -hmm. like I, uh, uh, but I feel like it's really hard to talk while you're having sex because, you know, you, you're trying to to have as much fun as possible. And mm -hmm. sometimes if you're if you're doing a physical activity and you're talking, uh, this can affect how much fun. I could have anyway. I, mm -hmm. I yeah. So this is my my issue with talking. Yeah, having like not talking about having a chat, right? Just like direction wise. Uh -huh. Like, is that good? Yes. Like harder, <laughs> slower. Give me one. Like giving options is always like if if I think the thing with talking during sex or by talking, I just mean communicating about pleasure. Right. Um, if you want information to to be more effective like to have successful sex then the easiest way to communicate is to give two options so it's like not yes or no answer questions no 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 no. don't make them like tell you that you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing but like softer harder same or like or like or you know softer or harder or or is it good and then and then you've already said the things so it's not them creating uh a critique Okay. You're giving the options and maybe there's no critique and like it, it's less scary, I think. So, all right. So that's the clitoris. And in terms of stimulating a clitoris, if, if uh, it needs to be wet, right? Everything needs to be moist. You can't just like bang on a clitoris and it's going to feel good if it's dry. So, so what I need to do is, uh, use, uh, use my own liquid to make the clitoris wet as oh, well. Does that her, help? You could use her liquid. Okay. You could put, just ram your fingers in her mouth. <laughs> Suck this. Here's <laughs> an appetizer for later. No, but yeah, like you can use saliva, use her saliva. Um, yeah, gets it. You know, um, 
lube if she has it. It's whatever. Um, but saliva is better than anything else I can think I, I mean, what, what do you prefer, Anna? What do I prefer? Mm. I think for ease of um, accessibility, like saliva is always there. Okay. Yeah. So if you're having sex with someone, using your own saliva on them is pretty standard. I don't think that's a... I don't, you could ask for consent though, I guess, but that, yeah. I think once you're having, once you're kissing each other, using your saliva on their vagina area or on their penis is, it's like, once you've kissed, that's consent for using saliva. Right. I don't want to tell you, okay. Thing is though, like uh, with STDs and you talked about syphilis being something that scared you. Actually, I found out with all of my great experience with STDs, chlamydia is actually can be transmitted through oral sex. So you can give someone a blowjob and somehow you can. I don't know how it works exactly if I don't know the science, but it's if that you the blower can contract chlamydia from the penis with their mouth. But I mean, the blower is not always to the penis, right? Hmm? The blower is not always to the penis. As, as in like, I'm not sure. So, so if, you, if, if you just give a blowjob, mm-hmm. apparently chlamydia can be transmitted. Now, I don't know in which direction. I don't know if it's that the penis is like the, the problem. And mm-hmm. that then gives, if you can get chlamydia just by eating chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have some of that. <laughs> or if the mouth no i'm pretty sure it must be it must be so if i gave someone a blowjob i could get chlamydia because yeah. i've eaten their 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 chlamydia yeah oh, it's so gross. um okay but anyway i think so anyway going back to fluids and female um orgasms i would say use saliva because it's the easiest thing there yeah, yeah boom and that's that's standard that's that's standard right uh, then in terms of, so that's, that's that one stimulating. You could, she could be stimulated. Um, you could be touching her clitoris the entire time during sex and she might not come because it might not be the right way to stimulate it. Um, or you could touch it for two sec like two minutes and she could come. Yeah. Um, and that's, and when you give oral sex, you're stimulating the clitoris. That's what you're doing. Cause it's like, it's just right there at the top. Just like right there. I feel like I want to have sex now. after all this stuff. Like, it's, uh, it's like I, I've learned some stuff. So I, I want to try them out before I forget about them. It was funny at the end of Kate's, you did you listen to Kate, my podcast at the end? She was like, we should have sex and film it. <laughs> and do an only fans. And yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe I would pay for that. Yeah. Actually. I like my favorite idea is like telling jokes whilst like in between, you know, sex positions and being like, and then he said, <laughs> um, okay. So then, um, all right, let's do a little bit more education then from the clitoris. Um, so yeah, oral sex is all clitoral stimulation again, but then there's the, the vaginal, um, uh, orgasm. So that's inside the hole and, um, yeah, finding that, uh, again, it's, it's asking, like, I don't know. I, uh, usually a penis will do it. Not always, actually often, not always, but sometimes a penis will hit that spot. Um, in terms of fingers, I actually, um, a, a, a Switzerland based comedian, do you know, Ahmet, Ahmet, Birger, uh, Birger? I've, I've heard of 
Ahmed. Ahmed. He posted something on his Instagram um, last week, and it was a laminated uh, instruction manual of how to find the vaginal G spot. Right. Yeah, and I'd never seen anything like that before. Um, and yeah, and it showed like an in a sort of a cut across picture of the fingers going inside the the hole, and then like the different techniques you could use. So there was like a like a you know infinity symbol. So you could do an infinity sign with your fingers whilst they're in, or you can and and yes. to like and to like um put your fingers inside gently and sort of like tap it out and work out what it feels like and and what's you know like so sort of do a bit of um reconnaissance with the with the fingers oh man military speak i like it already <laughs> exactly right and so there was like the the infinity or the the number eight there was also and my favorite was the the come here it was the whole manual was in german so the and so that's where you yeah you you, <laughs> you, you do the come here <laughs> signal with your fingers but then inside you, her when you do the come here uh, mm-hmm. signal with mm-hmm. your fingers mm-hmm. you feel like these sort of like ridges right yeah yeah so anyway this is uh, this is what i remember uh, yeah. from 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 having, like 10 years ago from having done this sort of thing like <laughs> there are ridges and it's always uh, mm-hmm. it's always really weird for me because I, I i don't know if that is stimulating at all if you sort of like um, rub on these ridges yeah well it depends like there is a spot in there that um is the g spot and by stimulating that uh she will come from that point so a woman can come from that point as well as from her clitoris at the same time as like double double whammy it's it's a much more intense orgasm and these can and they can last for a lot longer like when a man orgasms it's like spray 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 finish right like it's it's just till the liquid well, comes out actually when i always it's like spray 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 fall asleep, fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes can't i cannot help it just it just it's like so much fun too much fun in one go and it's like you need to rest now just calm down yeah it's quite yeah. an efficient um system for you when you masturbate then do you need a nap afterwards it, uh, sometimes yeah like i mm. i feel really drowsy and yeah. and i kind of like need to sort of like relax um <laughs> so you do you um so for example uh i usually um would prefer to leave it to a point where i can then like sleep afterwards so like at night mm-hmm. or a lazy like morning for example and I can go back to sleep. Or do you like do you schedule in masturbation sessions middle of the day? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It, it just depends on how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I generally uh, masturbate in the morning or in the evening. Okay. But uh, but you know sometimes if I've got like time during the day, which I have a lot of, because mm-hmm. I don't work, then yeah, I uh-huh. I, I will be like, mm. yeah. Your masturbation sessions don't have to be quite so strategic as mine yeah. at the moment, I guess. Okay. Um, all right. So we've done vaginal, we've done clitoral and then cervical as, as uh, yeah, last week, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's part of me that wonders if the cervical is connected to the vaginal, but apparently it's different. What is the cervix? The cervix is the entrance, it's like the gateway to the uterus. Okay. Okay. I can see your eyes. You lost me. I was like, uterus? What? Breast total. Okay. So, all right. Diamond again. So Uh the diamond, we've got the clitoris at the top of the diamond. In the middle here, like the the fat, the tummy of the the stomach of the diamond Mm -hmm. is the, the, 
entrance to the vagina. Right. So then you go inside here, and now we're going 3D. Military speak, is that's called uh, body of mass. Body of mass? Yeah. Is entrance? Yeah. Entrance is body of mass in military speak? Well, no, no, no. Just where... Oh, where, where the hole is is yeah. the body. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Body of mass is the um, uh, gateway. I don't know. The entrance to the vagina. And then it's a canal. So then it's there's like a tube that goes down. That whole tube area, that's the vagina. Uh-huh. That's the vagina. There's like the lips in front of it. And then you... Shoop, the way that you, then, you sort of like did that whole thing you made it a bit too long i, I did i make it a lot okay yeah. so the vagina is 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 relative like the vaginal canal the vagina can i don't know how long it is mm-hmm. i have no idea like i guess it's as long as my fingers okay but i would yeah i guess it must be as long as my fingers or a bit long i don't know and then at the end of the canal um so let's make this 3d so um the v- vaginal uh, canal is actually going like from north to south right so entrance here and it's going up and then there's the uterus at the very t- like it the vaginal canal leads to the uterus and there's the doorway to the uterus and that is called the cervix and it open and that's where the that's where <clears throat> the blood when you when a woman menstruates comes out it comes out from the cervix and that's what the baby has to push through and then into the vaginal canal it's like it's what the cervix kind of holds the baby inside the uterus when there's a baby okay i guess it stays closed i don't know Uh, i think you did a really good job with that thank you thank you i um yeah it's a pity uh oh yeah i'm not i think i described it as well as with the hands i don't know i have no idea how this is gonna sound (laughs) (laughs) how ignorant i'm gonna sound Uh, yeah. So like the idea is that there's a G point in the vaginal canal and then actually hitting the cervix, the gateway to the uterus is also a G point. Okay. Yeah. I, I suppose because, uh, it, it must be quite sensitive. So yeah. yeah, but, and then that's what I was saying to Kate. Like, I feel like I have been hitting the cervix before by a penis and it's not the fun spot. Like it's actually like, Oh, you've gone too far. Right. So I don't know about this whole, yeah, I need to research it. That that's on my homework for the next episode. Right. And then there's the anal one, right? And most men, well, all gay men basically know about the anal um, G-spot. Is that like the prostate or something? No, because women don't have that. Okay. I don't know if you can. I don't know about the prostate and stimulating the prostate. I don't know if that's real or if that's just in Hollywood movies. I guess it's real. Okay. Do you know anything? I, I've never really experience, experimented with it. Okay. I've, uh, yeah, maybe it's something I should try. I don't, I don't know. Like Finger up the bum. Get somebody else to do it to me. Like, you say, yeah, it could be fun. Like, see if you like, can get a cushion in there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm sure there'd be lots of people who would love to help you with that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I can think of a few right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have you have numerous male gay friends, right? Yeah, that are, that are sad that you're not gay. Yeah. Are you are you inviting people right now to uh, offer those services? Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to sort of like stay as um, yeah because I I'm, uh, I'm uh, co- uh, conscious of, of actually getting sick uh, because I don't work and, and I don't really think I've got any health insurance so I I, I have to be very careful about how I interact. 
um, with people. Did you just go straight to health in regards to gay sex? Did you go from Oh, gay? no. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about um, corona and me uh, having sex. Oh, no. I was talking about gay men offering to penetrate your butthole. Oh, no, no. I, uh, uh, I mean, um, I, I feel like there has to be some <laughs> sort of like chemistry. And be, since I, I'm yeah. not um, sexually attracted to, to, to gay men, uh, I, yeah, this never really comes up in my mind. Like, yeah. Or straight I, men. Uh, or straight men, yeah. just men in general. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I find men physically attractive, but I, I'm oh, yeah. not sexually attracted to them. Really. Who's a who's a who's a man that you find attractive? Um, um, uh, I'd say Luke. Luke, uh huh. Yeah. Luke's in the in the artsy spoken word, like theater performance, uh, performance art scene. Yeah. Right? You find Luke attractive? Yeah, I think he's, a, he's an attractive man. You think he's a, I th- no, I think he's an attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We have different tastes in men. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't know me that well. Oh, it's fine. He's not listening to this. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So, um, but you're worried about having sex with people at the moment because of Corona. Pretty much, that's yeah. That's where that was coming from. Have you been getting laid in the uh, last... Uh, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it'll make it more fun when I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it, you've got to be optimistic about these things. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. There's nothing else we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just hate it. Just hate every moment of it or be optimistic. I like that. But, you know, it's going to make it more fun. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to think that. Like, I've also learned a bit about how to actually, you know, give people options and and sort of like be a bit more uh, attentive as far as uh, um, uh, stimulating the the clitoris or the um, or the uh, or the vaginal canal uh, while looking for the for the G spot. And you know, I'm I'm learning some stuff here. You are. You are really. I'm. uh, It's been a very productive half an hour so far. Yeah. And also, what what is the other thing you said? Uh, I should uh, also mo- uh, keep it moist as well. Like, uh, what is the what is the word that you used? Moist. Uh, uh, mo- moisten or uh, lubricated. L- lubricate. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. 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 Lubrication is very important. Yeah. I think uh, I don't think they teach that enough. Actually, mm-hmm. um, I like that's one of the things that I think I'll tell if I ever have a, a, a female child. <laughs> They're called daughters. Um, if I have a daughter, something I would pass on to her is if she ever uses a tampon, which I hope she doesn't actually. I hope she uses a menstrual cup. Menstrual cups are great, by the way. I've finally figured it out. But if the, if you ever have a tampon in, pee first before you try and pull it out. Because trying to pull out a... Okay, I don't know why I've gone into menstrual stuff, but trying to pull out a tampon when it's dry or like not peed on, like why would you... Well, Always lubricate with the vagina. You always like just everything around there. It needs to be wet. Make keep it wet. It's just better for everyone. I kind of hope like my face makes people wet generally. So uh, you hope your face I, I makes. Ho- people- I hope so. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is this is my hope. Like be- why? Uh, because uh, it's it's convenient. It's easier. Then you don't have to do anything else. Pretty much. Yeah. Like. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose like women hope that their faces make guys hard, <laughs> right? Then I don't have to do anything. I don't have to touch it. I don't have to like fucking coax it into performance standard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let me just see what else I had on my notes because I had a couple of notes. I wanted to talk about... I wanted to make sure we mentioned our history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, female orgasms, being single, becoming a man, losing virginity in army. Wow, we've covered all the things that I wanted to, I wanted to cover off. And it's exactly 59 minutes. All right, so... <clears throat> What is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Um, I don't know. Um, um, like, uh, Berlin is sort of like uh, known for having um a sort of like uh, uh I don't know a kinky side to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you have you have you done any any of the sort of like kinky things in Berlin because mm-hmm. I, I was I was meant to go to like uh, the house of house of red doors right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and uh and unfortunately the one that I was supposed to go to happened on the first on the first lockdown so it did it didn't go ahead and so I missed out on that because uh-huh. I, I I heard that people sort of like just sort of like uh kind of like get naked and just have sex everywhere which is which mm. sounds really fun, but mm-hmm. I don't know how I would sort of respond to it if I was put in, uh, put in that situation and mm-hmm. I had to deal with it. So yeah, I don't know if have you got any experience of doing any of that stuff? Yeah. Um, so it's funny, actually. House of Red Doors has come up now every episode, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, so I have been to House of, House of Red Doors. So House of Red Doors is a um, fetish night at Vilda Renata. And um, I think... I think I've only been once uh, and I found like it's people dress up kinky. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned with Dragos, uh, the most I saw that really going down was um, a woman giving a blowjob and everyone standing around watching. Um, oh, was this when you mentioned that you don't like ugly people <laughs> looking? <laughs> exactly when I mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very triggering for some people. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just stay at home. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because then I then I suggested that like you know like retina scanner, um, a different rooms in a sex club for a different right. uh, you know pe- like similar looking people could be in similar looking in similar rooms. Um, my experience in sex clubs in Berlin, uh, I have not had sex in a sex club in Berlin. I've like I've I've been to Berghain. I've seen. Like I've almost sat on very questionable fluids mm-hmm. um, and I've seen some things happening in, you know, sort of like the cubicles, but not really. The funniest thing I ever saw in um, Berghain was uh, like a human centipede of men having sex. So it was like a sandwich. So there were two guys being penetrated and then like a guy at the end penetrating. It was like, Yeah front guy guy penetrating him guy behind him penetrating him all like right near the dance floor wow yeah that was like wow that's uh that's that's innovative good 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 work guys wow high five high five high five also also very industrious like three (laughs) of them like what's how like that's a lot of yeah um uh and in terms of sex clubs like yeah i don't know i i've known a couple of friends um who are straight to have that have had sex in Berghain, but uh, it's not really it's it's a gay it's a gay sex realm for sure. So what you're saying essentially is that you're not an exhibitionist, but you're more of a voyeur. Mm, I am an ex. I'm not an exhibitionist in these spaces. No, right. Like I'm happy to dress up. I'm happy to dance 
like with no bra on, I'm happy to be naked. That's cool. But I don't, um, I haven't been in, like, I haven't felt motivated to have sex in these environments. Um, whether it's been a lack of someone that I'm interested to do it with, or just like, it's not been, it's not, it hasn't, uh, inspired me to do it. I haven't yeah, yeah, felt, felt comfortable. Um, and then there was, yeah, Kit Kat. Um, and then there was, uh, uh, House of Red Doors. Yeah. But, but the thing, my experience, um, with sex parties is in Australia. And so in Melbourne, um, I have been to a couple of sex parties that are very curated and you actually have to send in a photo of yourself. Um, yeah. Face and body and, you know, describe, like tell, tell them how much you weigh and tell them how much you, you know, things like that. Um, and they, the sex, uh, party had different nights. So couples with single females or couples with single females and single males. And, um, yeah. And I went to two of those ones and it was a, a very nice house and you arrive at 9 PM and you've got two hours to eat the hors d'oeuvres and drink the drinks you brought. It's a no drugs policy. Uh, and then at 11 o'clock, everyone has to get undressed or they have to leave. Right. And so everyone is undressed. Every, everyone is in their underwear or you can choose to be naked. Uh, and if you don't want to do that, you leave. Right. So it's, it makes everyone on the same field. Oh, on this. Yeah. And then, um, downstairs, there was a whole sort of downstairs basement area, which is couches and, um, sofas and, uh, boxes of tissues and lubricant and condoms everywhere. Uh, there was even a swing and, um, yeah. And so I did that party twice and that was great. And that's the kind of sex party I will go to, but I won't just have sex in a club corner or on a couch or because it, I don't feel like it's balanced. I feel like there are voyeurs there, which is fine. That's part of it, but it's, I don't want to be the exhibitionist in that voyeurs experience. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, so how would the, how would the the whole process then in 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 the party that you've just uh, described mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in Melbourne mm-hmm. happen? Everybody gets naked, and then uh, people then go speak to people they find attractive, or, mm-hmm. or what the ca- whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. and and this is how then things would proceed. Yeah. So you've got the first two hours to warm up, get to know people, figure out if there is anyone that you're, that you're actually attracted to, whilst everyone's still clothed. It's like flirt two hours to flirt and. F- see how you feel in the space mm-hmm. and then ding ding 11 o'clock and now you're now it's time to flirt when you've got the opportunity to fuck and uh yeah man i would be so awkward in that situation <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like uh so i came here to have sex right like uh, yeah i don't know i would just say stupid stuff and you yeah. don't you you give yourself very little credit it's you know, it's it's a strange it's a strange and it's an exciting um, situation for everybody there. And mm-hmm. uh, the ones that I went to, the first time I went, I went with my ex husband or husband at the time, and then the second time I went, I went by myself <laughs> after I left him. <laughs> and um, and so going there as a single female or just a single person. It's like you don't have anyone to sort of fall back on and talk to. You don't have anyone to be like, all right, well, let's start fucking and see who joins us. It was just like, all right, who am I talking to now? <laughs> who am I going to try to have sex with? And, um, and yeah, 
And I really love the fact that it's a no drug policy. When I, when I went there the second time, there were a couple of people that I knew were on drugs of some sort. Like I think they're taking Coke and I think there's a couple of people who have maybe taken some MD, but, um, the overall policy is like just alcohol. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I definitely drank a bit too much. I think the the first time. Well, yeah. Like now that I'm completely sober, I wish I I'd like to do it with absolutely nothing because it's all about feeling things. And the more um, the clearer you are, the more you're gonna feel. So mm-hmm. that's why I appreciate the no drug policy. But yeah, it's awkward. It's totally awkward at the start. But then it's like, yeah, you're there to have sex, so do it. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's my experience. I've never that. been in like I've, I'm, I'm. I think I'm way too shy. Uh, so I, 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 I think sometimes when even when people sort of like approach me, uh, I kind of like oh, I don't know, like I don't know, <laughs> you know. I, yeah, I, I have this sort of like really weird shyness thing. But then, uh, but then you know, uh, if you sometimes when I get a bit of a, a bit of Dutch courage. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll 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 pretty much say anything to anyone. Yeah. You know? I think once I I was at um, I was at uh, uh, you know that same heads, mm-hmm. and there were these two girls, and I I was just like, you guys want to have a threesome or something? And it was totally out of order, but yeah. Uh, but you got it. No, no, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, but it was it was. Was that after a comedy show? That was after a comedy <laughs> show. Yeah, me. Tuesdays are not the night to pick up <laughs> at same heads. Yeah, somebody should have told me that. Yeah, go on a Friday or a Saturday. What at same heads? Yeah, <laughs> that place is my go-to party place. Always really like fantastic, alt- like really weird music, but like good, different stuff. And then uh, everyone there is down to fuck. Right. But like not in like a sex club way, but like it's yeah, it's a really interesting mix of yeah. But I mean that's locals. not happening now, so this, no, uh, I know I miss same heads. Yeah. <sighs> I miss yeah, I miss I miss dancing and getting sweaty and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward. I to miss it. getting sweaty. Yeah. Right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, belly. Okay. All right. I think <laughs> I'm gonna wrap this up. Um. So, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I just, I have a comedy page on Facebook. Uh, I also have Instagram. I don't do anything comedy related on Instagram. Um, <laughs> it's just, just, uh, my musings mostly. Um, um, yeah. What's I, your, so Instagram is, um, Black Ian? It's Black Ian, but without, a, without the C. Mm-hmm. So it, it's sort of like Blake, but not quite late not without it's, the e but without the e either yeah i'm confusing this uh, so i'll spell it out it's b l a k i a n black ian uh <laughs> that's my instagram and then um uh my facebook page is um uh, uh, facebook.com i am comic um i am comic yeah e y e a m or i a m uh it's i m i a M and comic. <laughs> yeah. I, because you're, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause your Facebook profile is different as well. Okay. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, you, like I'll, I'll, I'll put some links. I've got to start creating a links page. So I'll, I'll link things I think at some point, but I'll, yeah, you'll be able to search. You can search you with your name, right? Yeah, that's correct. Cool. And then the comedy show that you will be producing once lockdown is over is droll. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a storytelling ah. uh, show, uh-huh. uh, sort of like, um, yeah. 
but the comedy show that I'll be producing is is uh, called Bantastan. Bantastan. Yeah, it's Stam. Stan, so like, like a, central, a, a central Asian country, you know, like the the uh, suffix at the end of Central Asian. Stan. Yeah. Bandistan. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Bandistan. I like it. I like it. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what graphics you put together for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Thanks so much, Ian. Thanks, Anna, for teaching me everything. Oh, you know, I try. And uh, tune in next week. We're going to have another very exciting, interesting guest. And um, again, check me out on AF Barros on Instagram or Anna Barros Comedian on Facebook and Anna Barros on YouTube. All right. Bye.